Hello, everybody. Welcome to your podcast, OG. It's Chad. It's Wiz. We're back for episode 24. Thank you so much for tuning in. You just heard my favorite song. It's not my favorite song, but it's appropriate for September. So we're going to start it off with that. It's probably my favorite song to intro the podcast with. Also, it's September, so I mean, it couldn't be more topical and relevant. (laughs) Wiz, first off, how you doing? Man, I'm fantastic other than this scorching heat wave that is crippling the uh, entire West Coast. Yeah, I don't want to hear the people who are like, it's like this every day in in nebraska it's like yeah but you also pay a hundred dollars a year to live there we pay exactly. a lot of money to not have to deal with this so <laughs> let's you know let's chill a little bit but i also want to put out the argument for those of you who don't know massive heat wave in california this past weekend um santa cruz and even uh san francisco got to be like 96 97 which never happens yeah that's ever. crazy santa cruz was a little bit better i think the hottest it got at my house was like 98 um, but yeah, it's, it is funny. So Santa Cruz and California as a whole, I shouldn't say California as a whole, everywhere where people live in California. So, you know, the beaches <laughs> and the coast, like the, <laughs> the, the weather, the hottest time of the year is like the last week of August to like the third week of September. That's always mm-hmm. the hottest. Cause I remember it was right when we'd go back to school growing up, it would just be so hot. And I remember because you'd wear this, sense. yeah, you'd wear the sick fit, and then all of a sudden you'd be sweating through <laughs> by second period. I was just like, man, because the sick fit always had like jeans with it too, like can yeah, never be, like the shorts were never popping like that. Yeah, and you were wearing the you were wearing the sweater and the jacket, and so, yeah, yeah, it was a whole thing. But anyways, it was hot. Wiz, what did you do to stay out of the heat? Man, so um, I'm a big cold shower guy when it's hot because, mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know, you can hop in the pool and everything, but inevitably you're going to subject yourself to the sun. So I take cold showers. I sit in the dark and I stand by a fan or like yes. sit by a fan. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty I'm much like, what that's I the best way to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm also, are you a, are you a portable AC guy? Are you going to get AC? Like I have. So like the way that the room that I'm staying in my parents' house, it's like kind of set up towards the hottest room in the house. So I got um you know this is great podcasting you know visual podcasting here we got we got a portable ac hooked up right behind right behind me, the so. lg baby i had yes, I had you already those. know they're so you know i bought i made it through about two hours in connecticut and i was like no i'm getting the portable ac unit i went it's and dropped such like, an investment like 300 i think but it was like yeah. the best money i think i ever spent i would spend a thousand like, and it has like really low impact on like your overall utility bills. Yeah, like, I think if you run big. it, I think if you run it twenty four seven, it's like forty dollars a month. Which nothing. That's, that's I mean, it's like a dollar a day, but yeah, it's like it's not nothing. But I mean, I, it's who cares, dude? Like it's so worth <laughs> it because I don't care. Exactly, you could tough it out during the day. For me, it's going to sleep. I need it to be like I don't know about you, but I'm I'm like a if it could be fifty in my room when I slept, I would like that. I like it chilly in the room so that way I can like, you know, the blanket warms me up. That's actually a really good question. I I have this debate a lot with just like anybody who's ever like, you know, slept in the same room as me. Are you a pillow guy? I don't sleep with pillows. I can't oh, I'm do a big it. pillow guy. I yeah. need and I'll but show you like I have firm. I have like the like the pillows that people throw off couches that they just like sit on that are like yeah. so thick. I literally uh-huh. have that and like a thick soft pillow. And I put both of them down and put my arm under it, and that's how I sleep. Okay, I like I like the cuddle pillows. You know, yeah. when, you, when you like hold one or you got one like on your mm-hmm. on your front area, you put it between the legs. Like th- that's always fun. I I, fu- mm-hmm. I definitely really enjoy those. But uh, yeah, for some reason, like I wake up in the morning after using a pillow, like my neck just hurts. I'm like, 
don't know yeah. if this is getting old or like, you know, do I have like a weird spine? But I'm like, yeah, I'm out yeah. on pillows the last few years. No, I need, if I don't have pillows, like nothing will wake me up faster than not having pillows. Oh, really? And it's to a point where like, I like pillows so firm. I almost need to like bring pillows to a hotel. I was going to ask that. Or like assume and hope that they have like a couch in the room that'll have some right, like right. decorative throw pillow that, you know, someone picked out and I'll be like, yeah, I can find, I'll use that. But, there you um, go. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was, it was hot this weekend. It was, you know, we're on the back end of it now. I was in SF today and it was like 80 degrees. It wasn't bad. It was hot though. It was definitely hot. So 80 and SF is like 95 everywhere yeah. else. It's it was so also, humid. It was it was 82, like right on Embarcadero, like right really? on the water. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was it was that's, it was a, a thing. nightmare. But yeah. um it was a long day today. It's 9 30, day before football season, which we'll get into. But um yeah, I woke up at 5 30 today and drove up to San Francisco and we had a 7 a.m. start and we were there until 5 30 p.m. for a for a, a photo shoot. So it was like it was fun. But so so you had to pull a, up in like a like a suit though for like the company. No, 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 no. So the company I worked for helped build a space that they then got professionally photo- photographed. And mm-hmm. we needed to be there to kind of be like, hey, you know, like let's get this <laughs> shot. Let's get that shot. And like yeah. it was make it was sure, fine. Make sure you really blow up the conference room, you know, make it make it look bigger. Yeah. And it was it was out. really funny because we were sitting on these like uncomfortable office chairs. Mm-hmm. And they weren't office chairs, they were like cafeteria chairs. And I was like, hey, and I was looking and they have this whole conference room that has chairs still in bubble wrap that are like nice plush chairs. And I'm like, are we photographing this room today? And they were like, yeah. And it was, mind you, it was like 7.30 a.m. And we yeah. were going to be there till 6. And I was like, yeah, I'm taking the, bu- the wrap off one of these chairs and sitting in it. And <laughs> I did. And I sat in it the whole day. And everyone was looking at me like I was weird. And I'm like, yeah, but, you know, y'all have lower back problems. I won't. So yeah, exactly. we're all good. But um, it's honestly a power play. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I I do not care. Like it was it was fine. And they had the AC pump and it was good. But um yeah, it was a it was a good time. It's been good. It's been a couple weeks since we released. We recorded one a couple weeks ago, but I was sick and I sounded like Kermit the Frog, so I didn't want to release it. So we're we're <laughs> that back. Might, now. That might be for the archives later on. <laughs> we were back now. Wiz, we're gonna do best podcasting of all time. We're gonna talk about Deshaun Watson, get our NFL preview and get out. Um, first things first though, I know you had your fantasy draft tonight. How's your team looking? Oh man, my team is good. I got, um, so I just, I'm a, I'm a big fan of like pre-choosing my name and then going in there, you know, manifesting the players I'm going to have. So my <laughs> team name is Burrowed in Joe Mama. Oh, that's the team name. Yeah. So I got Joe Burrow. I went, I went all Bengals. I went Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, I have T Higgins as well. I got Pat Fryer move the tight end. I have, um, DeAndre Swift. My RB2 was AJ Dillon, um, and my flex is Juju Smith-Schuster. So I'm excited with the team. I'm pretty I'm pretty hyped about it right now. I'm projected to finish 7th out of 12. It's disrespectful. Yeah. ESPN oh, you have a 12-team league? Okay. Yeah, it's a 12-teamer. So I was going to say, that, that team sounds horrible, but it's because you got 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the bench is thin. Uh, it, it's You know, it's it's hard out here. But um, this this season was the first time I did an auction draft. I don't know any of my oh, fans. Oh, I hate auction out there. draft. You don't like it. I, uh, I, I was – I was digging it. I was digging it heavily. It's it, hard to it, it's hard to like for those of you who don't like sports, this is a sports heavy episode. So we apologize. We do have one question at the end about whether or not you should get paid more if you have a degree or not that we're going to talk about. But um anyways, my team ended up pretty good. We have an eight team league and 
the one thing, am I crazy? Why didn't people pick D hop? Yeah, I think it's just because like they're kind of scared off of the Cardinals this year. You know, I got bad I vibes. picked D hop in the eighth round. That's like, crazy. I don't, know, I don't know why people aren't picking D hop, but I got so my team, and again, we're gonna go over this one time, then we'll be done. Mm-hmm. I have Kyler Murray, Joe Mixon, um, Aaron Jones, Justin Jefferson, DJ Moore, Kyle Pitts, ETN. And then um, I got D Hop, Juju, Damian Pierce, Rashad Penny, Dylan's my my handicap in case Jones goes down. And yeah, that's pretty. That's a pretty good squad. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Every yeah. year I pick like one fantasy football player that I just want and just like on having all, and having all, all my teams. And mm-hmm. this year it's AJ Dylan for no reason at all other than like he's super big and like he just looks cool on the football field. Yeah, no, yeah. I like Damian Pierce. Everyone that's like everyone's like whatever like kind of trendy pick, but. That team that I have, I have five RB ones, which I yeah. think is like for and yeah. I picked I picked sixth in an eight man. So my first round pick was Justin Jefferson. So yeah. it was a still pretty good. Yeah, guess who went number one overall in our draft? Jamar Chase. Cooper Cup. Wow. Is that not indefensible? I feel like you can't possibly pick Cooper Cup. Is this your work league? No. No, this is my this is like so this is like a thing too. Can you change your name after you win? Like after you win the league? Yeah. Yeah, you can change it every year. I feel like I can't. See, so I've won it, I think, three years in a row. Not uh-huh. a you know, humble brag, not a big deal. And <laughs> <So> uh, <flex. laughs> and it's like, well, it's the kind of thing where like coming from the background I come from and like I should win every year, mm-hmm. like playing these guys, like right. not any, you know, disrespect, but like none of them worked in sports, so I should win. Mm-hmm. Um I also won the KSJS League four years in a row with eight other sports broadcasters. So that one. Oh, let's I'll, go. I'll, I'll brag about that. <laughs> but um, that's that's an achievement. That was hard, dude. That league sucked. That was so not fun <laughs> sometimes because people were so quick on waivers. But anyways, um, yeah, I was so like three years ago, I named myself two Beckhams, one cup. And then. Oh, my God. We, and then we <laughs> we won and then we won again and then we won again. So that's still my name and I'm just rocking with it. <laughs> That's Man. funny. I, I remember one year, it was the year the Todd Gurley went crazy. I was two Girlies, one cup. That was yeah, my team name. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. But no, we have we have some good team names. The Salt Lake City Mormons, the Wonder Lickers. That's a good one. Um, <laughs> my favorite, though, is my, my friend who we always do. He's from Santa Cruz, and his name's Tits Deep Narnar. Which is like my favorite name. I think I've ever seen the fantasy football. All right. Uh, now, now that I have the context of the other, you know, name team names in the league, yeah, yeah. you can't change your name. You yeah, no, you can't. And like, <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. I got a good team. Tits Deep Narnar is pretty nasty. And there's one other team that's real good. So we'll see how it goes. But um, yeah, so let's get into it. First things first. Let's let's just start with this division. I think it'll make it the easiest. Start with the AFC North. We're going to do our NFL preview. For those of you who don't like football, I get it. And if you like us, keep rocking with us. If you don't, I get it. Um, if but, you made it to this point, you already we already got the streaming number. We appreciate you. We'll catch <laughs> you at the next episode. Yeah, exactly. But we're going to go through, pick a winner of each division. We're going to pick a Super Bowl champ. We're going to pick a rookie of the year. We're going to pick all those kind of things. All right. So let's, let's go through. First things first, AFC North. Got to talk about this because Deshaun Watson, it's been a week or so now, two weeks maybe, since this is settled. But Deshaun Watson, 11-game suspension was what they decided upon. He will be back week 12, or is it 13 because there's a bye? Yeah, week 13. Week 13, he'll be back. Um, It seemed like the writing was on the wall when the woman suggested 
such a light sentence that he would end up getting somewhere in the middle of that light sentence in a full season. So, you know, everyone wanted a full year. No one got it. They fined him. They gave him 11 games. I am, I think if there was like a range of like disgusted to like neutral to happy, I think I'm on like the high end of disgusted. Like I'm like, I'm okay with like, you know, I'm not one of the people who's like kick him out forever. He never deserves to play again. Like, although I wish that was a kid, the case, like that's just not the world we live in. Like he was absolutely going to play football again. So I wanted a full season, let him lose two years of his prime. And yeah, but it basically worked out that he's missing what 28 games because he missed 17 last year and 11 this year. So he's basically missing two full seasons. Um, he got ridiculed at that preseason game, which was hilarious. But we're talking to Sean Watson. So, Wiz, what was your take on this? I know it's been a couple weeks now, so I guess what's your take in now? Coming yeah, back. Yeah. So, um, just in terms of, like emotional, you know, emotionally and like you know, as a human, uh, we see it the same way for sure. Um, I it would have been you know morally right to at least give him the the whole season and a lot like you said, like somehow cut into that convoluted contract they had for the people that don't know um, the Browns purposely paid him in signing bonus money this season. So that way, if he were to get suspended, he doesn't lose too much of his paycheck, which is disgusting on their part. Um, so and a full season would have been nice just to like, you know, send a, send a message to like the rest of the league. Like, all right, we're not going to deal with this, but you know, just a lot of people out there, I know have been confused about the role the judge plays basically. So in 2020, right in the middle of the pandemic, the NFL and the NFL players agreed to a new collective bargaining agreement, which is pretty much a contract between them that, you know, orchestrates how the league is going to operate in there. They put in this um, it's almost like its own court system for player, you know, misconduct. And it involves, you know, judges that are handpicked by uh, handpicked and agreed upon by both the NFL and the NFL players associations. This was actually the first time that this proceeding happened with the judge. So based on her, evaluation of previous NFL suspensions and like, you know, she pretty much had to make an arbitrary decision about how egregious his conduct is in compared to the previous NFL suspensions that were single-handedly handed down by Roger Goodell. So even though her suspension was light, um, like in there, she put in a lot of language about how terrible the NFL's handling of player misconduct has been and how egregious Deshaun's actions were. So she did the best she could in terms of like, you know, under the framework she was given. Um, but in that context, still, like, nothing will make this better for the victims of this, in the situation. And it's just a tough look for, you know, anyone who likes sports and likes football. Like, you just have to accept that, like, deplorable people run and play this game on a very, you know, common basis. And it's just, you know, it's kind of hard to deal with. It'll be interesting to see if, if Deshaun Watson – it continues to play like he does. This is going to be a problem. Like if yeah, he is, if he's really good, if he's this good still, and just basically like say the the Browns are able to go five and five or whatever until he comes back, and then suddenly they rip off five six in a row and they make the playoffs and they make a run. The NFL is going to have a tough time. So he he has the potential to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, if he pl- plays the rest of his career. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's the tough part. Is like he's gonna be a fixture 
of the NFL landscape for a long time. Yeah, and for and, those of you, chill. Yeah. He, has a, he has a chance to be a Hall of Famer. He's not a Hall of Famer, but he could. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant to say. You, you know, he may, he has a chance. That's, that's, that just, is what you said. I just want to make okay. sure people heard it. I just want to make sure people heard it. Yeah, let's, let's, let's don't get at me with the tweets, all right? <laughs> um, but anyways, follow us on everything speaking of tweets, your podcast underscore OG. So let's go into this. AFC North. So the NFC is boring. The AFC is fun. Let's start with the AFC. The NFC, every division's pretty much done, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But all right, so let's go ahead. AFC North, you have Cincy, you have Baltimore, you have Pittsburgh, you have Cleveland. Uh, this is probably my favorite division this year. Because you have Pittsburgh, who's like, we were bad last year, and we didn't have a quarterback, so let's not sign a quarterback. Genius. You have, you have Cincy, who's probably the most top five most fun teams to watch in the league. Mm-hmm. In terms of Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, another great guy. Um, then you have, you know, the two-headed Higgins and Chase. That'll be fun to watch. Um, so you have them you have baltimore of course with lamar who's demanding a contract by friday so that should be interesting but we're recording day before the season Wiz, my pick is cincinnati i think they won the division or they won the afc last year i think they repeat at least in the division i don't think there's a clear-cut team i bet you this is competitive until the last week with at least the Bengals and the ravens for sure. I know that like a lot of people talk about the AFC West this year about being the best division, but this this division has the potential to be once, you know, the person whose actions we shall continually condemn comes back for the Browns. This could be a really competitive division. Like every game is going to be a dogfight. Um, personally, I just like the storyline of Lamar's contract. Either he gets paid and he, you know, doesn't ball out because he's, you know, He's safe. He has $200 million guaranteed or he doesn't get paid. And he's like on a rampage this season. I like the, I like the latter narrative. I'm, mm-hmm. I hope he doesn't get paid and then just balls out and wins MVP. So I'm going to take the Ravens in this division. Personally, I just think that Lamar coming back with the vengeance, they got a, You know, those two tight ends that are pretty great. Um, a healthy JK Dobbins and the defense is still the defense and they have the best coach in the division. So I'm going to take that over the Bengals, unfortunately, who I love. I love the Bengals. You think they have a better coach than Pittsburgh? Yeah. Yeah. I think, think I think John Harbaugh is better than Mike Tomlin right now. Tomlin's been a little iffy the last couple seasons. He's he's been he's been wavering in terms of like, you know, some of his decisions late in games. Yeah, so I'm still gonna take John. It's a Pablo Sanchez playing quarterback. He can't he can't win anything with <laughs> that's, that. That's that's <laughs> that's very true. He has he has had <laughs> Pablo said that was that was a good one. That was funny. <laughs> But I'm still gonna take. Uh, I'm still gonna take the Ravens. Um, I mean, like the my problem with the Bengals this year is that every team that loses the Super Bowl always has a down year the next year. I know they're young. I know they're exciting, but I'm just gonna side with history on this one. All right, so let's let's flip it now. AFC East. I said the AFC is fun. This is the division that I think is obviously the most clear cut. Buffalo is gonna win this division. I think Miami so overachieves. Yeah, I think Miami is better than people think. I think Miami finishes ahead of New England. Um, I think this might be the year when people finally realize that, you know, Tom Brady was actually a good quarterback and it wasn't the system in Bill Belichick. Um, but I think New England takes a fall. I think Joe Flacco is starting for the Jets. And that's all you need to know. And I think that Buffalo wins. They probably win 13, 14 games. I think they're a really good team. Hey, I, I'm just putting this out there. I've, I have a lot of friends who are Jets fans. The Jets have the potential to be the, one of the worst teams in the history of the NFL. 
this, this is an year? atrocious roster. Yeah. This roster is atrocious. Their guys are hurt. All their high draft picks are hurt. And Joe Flacco is their starting quarterback. And their coach, I mean, you know, you know, you're a 49ers guy. He's he's a former 49ers defensive coordinator. He might not know what he's doing. Yeah. That team is really undisciplined. Uh-huh. And they make a lot of dumb errors. So this may be one of the worst teams we've ever seen. Uh, just throwing that out there. Um, makes it a very exciting division. Can't wait to watch Buffalo just roll over everybody. Yeah. And I'm excited for crazy, senile Bill Belichick. He's just out there. No offensive coordinator, just spending money left and right. I just want to know what what crazy antics he has up his sleeves. And the GM, right? He's their GM, too. He's the GM. He's the offensive coordinator, and he's the head coach. And he also could easily, you know, get free dinner at Denny's. Any Denny's in the country would serve him because he's so old. Yeah, probably. Good call. Good call. All right. Uh, Flip over to the south. This division's wide open. I, I, it's, you know, this division, of course, Tennessee, Jacksonville, Indianapolis, and one team that I'm forgetting. Titans. Houston, Houston. I said Tennessee. Oh, you so did. Houston, okay. Tennessee. Yeah. Um, by the way, I think I think the Texans are going to be miles worse than the Jets. You think so? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. The Jets have something like if you look at because they who they what's the dude's name Sauce and they just draft Sauce. They did draft Sauce. Yeah, and then how, is is Williams hurt? Is out here talking about the hurt? The interior no, from USC. No. Their left tackle, their left tackle, who was a oh, top 10 pick Bacon, two years ago. Mackie, whatever. Yeah, Mackay. Yeah, so yeah. they had to sign some old dude from the Seahawks who, you know, was out of the league for a reason because uh-huh. um, he's not good. So their that offensive line is bad. Um, their skill positions are all young guys. Joe Flacco, a quarterback. And they were also, you know, subtly the worst defense in the league last year against the running and the pass. And, yeah. you know. They got a couple young guys, but you know, usually young defenders don't make like a huge impact right away, especially a corner. So, um, yeah, that's why I'm, you know, I'm just throwing that out there. It might be my hot take of the year. Jets worst record. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's go into this division. I don't think Jacksonville has a chance to win it. I bet you they're better. I don't think For they sure. have a chance to win it. Houston obviously doesn't have a chance to win it. Uh, so it comes down to Tennessee and Indy. Um, Indy had Carson Wentz last year and. Uh, Philip Rivers the year before. They had probably the best defense in the league last year, at least top five. They had an MVP caliber running back, and they lost to Jacksonville in week 18 and didn't make the playoffs. So that's hilarious. That's tough. Um, I think Tennessee's winning this. I think that uh, King Henry is too good. I think that they have a good offensive line. I think that their defense has some holes, but I don't think they're going to get challenged that much. I think that they'll split with Indy, and I think they'll probably roll through the rest of the division, as Indy exactly. will too. And mm-hmm. then, I bet you, I bet you, this division has two ten-win teams. I bet you they're both good, but um, I think Tennessee comes out, and also, I don't think this is that hot of a take anymore. I think Malik Willis is starting by like week seven, for sure. He's, He's too cannon. good. He looks yeah. so nasty in preseason. He has a cannon. He does. But, um, I, I like that take though about Tennessee. I was actually going to the Titans too. I, here's my question for you: Do you, is there a more boring franchise in the NFL than the Colts? Um, There's no reason the they NFL? should be like. All right, boring is the boring is the worst. A bad term. Bland. You still eat the meal, but just you know, kind of flavorless. Bland. I mean, there are, there are a few, but none like that. I mean, because you could throw in like the Cardinals. Haven't done anything. Your best player of all time is Larry Fitz, who's never said a word. 
So there's like guys like that, but yeah, I mean, yeah, that's fair. It's just, it's just bland, you know, like, I mean, I meant like, you know, like the current iteration of them. Uh, mm-hmm. Cause you know, I mean like obviously back in the day when they had Peyton, they were electric with like Edwin like, James, Marvin Harrison. Yeah. yeah. All those hall of famers. But like now it's just like, they just like run the ball, play defense and have a bad quarterback. And it just feels like a 1990s team. I do like Frank Reich. Frank Reich's cool. He's a nice guy, you know, big Jesus guy. Shout out. I do like him. But anyways, I think that this is one that all the other ones I feel fairly confident on. This one could be indie, and it wouldn't really surprise me. They have a really good defense. True. Um, moving over to the West, most competitive division this year. Um, Chargers, Raiders, Rams. Pardon me, Chargers, Raiders, Chiefs, and um, Broncos. Broncos. All four, easily the best quarterback division in the league. Maybe um, ever. Yeah, maybe ever. And this one's wide open. I don't really know. I mean, I have my pick for sure of who I think is going to win. But I think that – I think it's Justin Herbert's time. I think the Chargers are going to pull this out. I think people are way too high on the Raiders. I think the Raiders finish 9-8. and eight. I, I think mm-hmm. that they're good. But the Raiders are going to – they're like the – you know, to make a college football reference, they're like – the like the best Pac-12 team that just somehow loses to Washington State in Week 11, and that's, you're like, "What so are you doing?" Like the <laughs> the Raiders just always lose two or three games where you're like, "You had a Sunday against a team coming off of a Thursday, right? You had three more days to fucking train, and you still lost. How does this happen?" Um, madness. I also think that they had the best. They had a good receiving core, probably top three tight end, and Hunter Renfro. And then they tried to solve their defensive problems by getting Devontae Adams. So that was a whole other thing. They but also got Chandler Jones. They did. There. They did. Um, I just think that the Chargers, Derwin James is there now long-term. They're they're just, you know, him, both. So they're going to be nasty again. Yeah, they, um, they definitely have probably a top two roster in the NFL, the Chargers do. Yeah, also if – Khalil Mack. Do they get a new coach? No, they still have the guy who doesn't punt or like who doesn't kick field goals. Which yeah. Is crazy. When did when did Anthony Lynn get fired? That he got fired before last season. That dude sucked. Yeah, but, he um, was he was crazy. He yeah. made such bad decisions. Yeah. But I like the Chargers pick. Um, last time we recorded, luckily that's in the vault somewhere. Yeah. Um, because I think I chose the Raiders. You did. But <laughs> after a reevaluation and just like I, you know, I know a couple people who like covered the Raiders because I used to you know work in the sports journalism industry in Vegas. Um. The vibes around the team are just kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, not necessarily bad, but like just Darren Waller has a weird contract thing going on. He just practiced for the first time all offseason, like this week. Um, you know, Devon, this, it's been real quiet on the Devontae Adams front. The only person who's gotten hyped is Hunter Renfro mm-hmm. because of a podcast with Derwin James. I don't know if you yeah. saw that. Yeah. That was hilarious. Was it uh, athlete pod, right? Um, no, it was, well, like it was basically that. Yeah. They had a breakup and like, you know, they did their own podcast, a couple of the same guys, but yeah. So I'm not going to take the Raiders this time. I'm also going to take the Chargers. I'm just confident that like the chiefs aren't going to win the division. That's all. That's my biggest take on this division is that everyone's hyping up Juju Smith Schuster. He's a USC guy. I, I used to love him. And then I watched him dance to Corvette Corvette on TikTok in an NFL locker room. And I was out and that's your number one receiver over Tyreek Hills, you know, in all time. Well, he's not right? he's your number one receiver. He's not your number one option. True. I mean, Kelsey is going to be Kelsey. I think that Smith Schuster has a resurgent year. I think he's good. I think that they finish second in this division, easily make the playoffs. But 
They also lost Tyron Matthew on defense, who was like, you know, their defensive captain. So where did he go? He went to New Orleans. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. Um, It's definitely going to be the funnest division to watch. Uh, I live with the biggest Chiefs fan on planet Earth. Every single piece of paraphernalia this man owns has a Chiefs logo on it. So we're going to be watching a lot of Chiefs over here. I'll keep you guys updated. But I am out on the Chiefs this year in terms of winning the division. They'll make the playoffs, though. Here's my question for you. Do you think this division gives us four playoff teams the first time in NFL history? No. You don't think so? Broncos aren't there. Um, They're not there yet? Well, the Broncos, if you put the Broncos in the AFC South, like maybe, Mm -hmm. but the Broncos have to play six games against those teams. That's so true. I think they go one and five, two and four, and then all of a sudden you're talking about, okay, you need to go like nine and two in the rest of your games. Yeah, you just got to sweep. Yeah, and that's that's tough. Although they are going to play bad teams because they came in last last year. Yeah. Which did you know that? Did you know that's how they schedule the NFL? I found that out a couple years ago, and I was yeah. like, "That makes a lot more sense." I didn't why, know that. Why yeah. So why there's so much parity? Yeah. For those of you who don't year. know, like the fourth place team in the NFC West plays last year's fourth place team in the North, East, South, and like that's how they do their conference games. It's it's crazy. I didn't realize it until very recently. You play like one full division from the other conference. You play a couple primetime games that I think they just pick because like the Niners play the Saints in New Orleans every season. Um, But yeah, anyways, moving on. So that's the AFC. We'll talk about who's coming out of there and everything. The NFC sucks. Like I'm really sad because we agreed on everything last week. The Mm -hmm. NFC North, Green Bay's winning it. Not even close. Packers. Like I don't think, I mean, the Bears are going to be very bad. Um, I hope Justin Fields doesn't die. And then it's just take yeah. a year off. Just go hang out. These are the yeah. nice, you know. The one team that is interesting, like eventually you're not going to be able to deny Minnesota. They have Justin Jefferson, they have Dalvin Cook. They're a very good team. They have those two positions at least are very good. They're Thanos, um, they're inevitable. And so they're they're gonna make noise. It wouldn't surprise me if they slipped into the playoffs if they were one of those in the hunt teams. Um let's move on though. The NFC East and the NFC South are both so dumb. NFC East, <laughs> like, can we just That's such delete, a great way to describe them. Can we just delete the NFC East? Like, they're just not so good. Down. You is have... That, is it the NFC East or the NFC South that's never had consecutive division winners in, like, two decades? Probably the East. Because yeah. the East has, like, they've been like that forever. But you have Philly. I think Philly's going to win. I think they're the best team. I think Jalen Hurts is unproven still. But I think they're the best team. Um, they got rid of Jalen Rager. Good for them. To W. Yeah, should have been Justin Jefferson. But um, that, yeah, that that still is crazy thing. But like, imagine they had Justin Jefferson and they had AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. Oh my God, that'd be yeah. scary hours. Yeah. Instead, but, they don't. <laughs> but this is reality, and. Mm-hmm. I mean, I agree with you. Like, the, the Eagles are definitely going to run away with this division. The Cowboys are – I mean, Jerry's also in his Bill Belichick senile stage. You know, anybody mid-70s should just stop being associated with football. I think that should be, like, a, a pretty good rule. I mean, we take away licenses, you know, driving licenses. When people get old, why can't you take away, like, GM rights? Yeah. Um, but, the, yeah, the Cowboys are going to be atrocious. I think they go 5-11. and 11. I think it's uh, a I think it's a blow I think the year. Cowboys are better than that. I think the Cowboys start, like, 6-2 and two and end up, like, 8-9. and nine. Yeah, the like, reason I think think it goes so poorly is because like their best young players have shown a, a you know a a, a tendency to be hurt. CD, mm-hmm. Michael Parsons, and outside of like their stars, the team is in very deep. 
So I, I'm kind of scared. Like, you know, a, a, they're a rolled ankle or two away from being like a top five pick next year. Yeah. Yeah. Don't tell Cowboys fan that. Um, oh, I'm telling them. NFC tell South. Them the Bucks. I mean, it's the Bucks. It's the Falcons. The, it's the Saints. I mean, no one in this division. It's the Panthers. Well, like, Baker. No well, no Baker. I love Baker. Baker Mayfield gets hate for no reason. Play Baker Mayfield. Baker. Baker Mayfield is a top twenty quarterback in this league, and it's not even close. Like oh, people, yeah, sure. people like really hate on him and say he should be out of the league. Like it's crazy. Like people are like, he looks. Can you imagine? Like they wanted to have a a, a quarterback battle in Carolina, and they gave him the job like three days before the first preseason game. Because they're like, and you can say it's because Sam Darnold's horrible, and like I kind of believe you, but like it's just because he's so much better than him. And Sam Darnold is like a fringe NFL quarterback, so this guy is like very clearly not a fringe quarterback. Sam Darnold might be in Canada in a couple uh, yeah. a year or two. I mean, like going through the league right now, I bet you Baker Mayfield starts on ten teams. For like, sure, I really bet you he does. He starts on Cleveland because, of course, like you know, he starts on Houston. <laughs> He might start in Indy. He doesn't start in Jacksonville because they want to try him. He starts on the Jets. Probably starts on the Giants. Like he starts on he a for lot sure of these starts teams. On the Giants. Yeah, he starts on a lot of these teams, and people just like hate on him for whatever reason. Anyways, I love him, but it's the Bucks. The Bucks winning this division. Um, Tampa Bay won last time, I guess. Yeah. So here's my question for you: Are you scared off by midlife crisis, hippie Tom Brady? I mean, scared in what way? Like, I mean, he's just – there's been weird vibes around Tom Brady this season. You know, he's been giving a lot of weird press conferences that are very out of character. I mean, he disappeared for 60% of camp. Um, his O-line is, like, just, you know, shot. People retired. People got hurt. Um, his receivers are hurt. You know, it's just weird vibes out there. He's relying on, like, old Julio Jones. Yeah. To make I mean, they happen. definitely don't – I'm not saying they're going to be good. I'm saying they're going to mm-hmm. win the division. Yeah, like, um, personally, I think this might be our only disagreement in the NFC. I'm taking the Saints. You are. Give me famous Jameis. Uh, Jameis Winston, man. I love Jameis. He's um, so funny. He's like one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch. Did you see his uh, press conference today? No. We talked about like body body symmetry. Oh, my God. You should you, After this, you should go watch it. He just compares like, the top of his body and like makes analogies to the bottom of his body. And it's 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 what like high schoolers need in in anatomy class to pay attention. Did you see what silly. Brian Kelly set, got? What happened to him today? Oh yeah, he got torched. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk um, about that in a second. That was electric. Yeah. The opening week of college football was awesome. Um, all right, let's move on to the division that's gonna not cause the most, but it's definitely the closest. You have the rematch of the NFC Championship game in this division. You have the 49ers, the Rams, the Seahawks, and the Cardinals. This is a good division. Um, the Seahawks are bad. I mean, Drew Locke is starting for them. Just big and, bad. I mean, Rashad Penny, great fantasy pick, but um, yeah, anyways. So you have three teams, basically. Cardinals, I think we're both kind of in agreement. I think they fall. I think they had a fluky 8-0 start last year, rode into the playoffs, mm-hmm. and then got wrecked by who did they play? They got pumped. Oh, uh... Was that the Packers? It might have been. But, it was um, like the Packers or the Rams. Yeah, but um, so they got pumped then. Let's see. 
But anyways, they're I think they're frauds. I think that they're just not. I just think they're not it. But um, looking at the other teams, Wiz, what what is your? I don't know because you have the obviously the returning Super Bowl champions. I don't think the Rams are going to be as good as they were. I don't think they're going to be nearly as good as they were. Um, and you have the 49ers who have a giant question mark at quarterback. They just re-signed Jimmy G, which is crazy. And I think a lot of people think that that means that Trey Lance wasn't good enough, which that's like an easy, obviously that's like an easy, you know, to have some actual thought here. I think the reason that that happened was the only team that wanted him was in the division. Yeah. And the 49ers aren't going to trade him in division. And yeah. I think that trading him with a $27 million cap hit wasn't great. Now, if you want to trade him, you can trade him. He's under control for less money. I think if a Ryan Tannehill goes down or if a, if like a decent team has a quarterback go down, I think he goes there. Um, like maybe once Pittsburgh realizes that they're horrible, they'll trade for him. But either way, honestly, either way, he's better with, he's like, you're going to pay him either way. You might as well use him if you're going to pay him. Exactly. The 49ers went from having an unproven quarterback and a horrible backup to an unproven quarterback and the best backup in the league. So I will take that trade all day. I don't know how it'll affect the room. I've never been in an NFL locker room. I can't really speak to that. I know that they're all saying the right things. I mean, these guys are professional athletes, so they're more competitive than I think the average person, to put it lightly. But um, we'll see. Uh, This division, though, I think the Rams fall way off. I think the Rams win nine games. Wow. Um, Wow. They aren't that good. Real post. Oh, really? Yeah. I think the Rams... you, at least you, you said that Cincinnati was going to have the post Super Bowl. I think it's the other way. I think wow. you have a you have a career above average quarterback who played good. You have a UPS driver who set the NFL record in receptions. Like this guy is not going to do this again. Like I hate. But to they do also this. got Allen Robinson. That's great. But let me ask you this: If you have as good of a receiving core as they had, why why do you go after him? Well, like, that's the thing is their receiving core wasn't that great because Odell blew out his ACL. So and then Woods left back. too, right? Yeah, they let Woods walk. Um, yeah, they let Woods walk this year. So they brought in Allen Robinson. Cam Akers is coming back from a torn Achilles, but that was like he, – he tore that like almost almost two years ago now because it happened before last season. So, uh, yeah, I just think that they're going to be at least as good as they were last year because they also got – their biggest problem last year was linebacker, and they went out and got probably the best linebacker outside of Fred Warner in football in Bobby Wagner. He was an all-pro last year. And I just think it's, you know, they're going to maintain. I think they're still going to win 11 games. It's going to be a tight race with the 49ers. I think they take it still. This might be our second disagreement. But I just see that they're going to – you know, still maintain the same level of dominance in terms of like outside competition in the division, the NFC West, you know, it's like, it's a crapshoot every, every week because these teams are just like erratic and they play, play each other and they get crazy. But yeah, re- regarding the 49ers, I think, I think kind of I'm somewhere in between. I think that like Jimmy was just like an insurance policy. Cause they know 
this team is ready to win now. So like keeping Jimmy, make sure that like no matter what, they're gonna have competent quarterback play, like at the very worst. So I mean, like you said, like the locker room dynamics might be weird. Also, the George Kittle injury is something to watch. That's gonna be kind of weird. That's always um, something to watch. He's injured every game. I know he's already hurt. So usually it's like, you know, he has like a monster first four weeks and then he gets hurt. But now he's like hurt at the beginning of the season. And yeah, man, it's just going to be, I mean, Debo got paid. So I'm sure he's going to be happy coming in. And I think it's going to be a dogfight between those two teams. It could really be a coin flip either way. Yeah. The Niners have sneaky, like one of the best skill position groups in the league with Kittle and Debo. And I mean, Ayuk is, Ayuk isn't great, but he's a good number two option. I like him actually. He's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. And Jimmy just have, couldn't throw the ball deep. So yeah. that's why he could ding it to flash. Yeah. And then you have whatever seventh rounder out of Missoula that fucking <laughs> they picked who's going to be the all pro running back. Um, they, they always have those boring names too, like Jeff Wilson. Yeah. Elijah Mitchell. <laughs> yeah. This guy that they got now, Price, I think is his name. He's mm-hmm. nasty. And they have Jamichael, they have Hasty from Baylor from last year and Elijah Mitchell. They'll be fine. I do love too how like, Matt Breida was really good on the Niners left and was nothing. Raheem Mostert, same thing. Like, it, why did why does everybody from the Niners go to the Dolphins? All the running backs, yeah, facts, facts. yeah, and they just go get a pay and they just chill. Mm-hmm. I I get it, man. You know, San Francisco versus South Beach. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a it's got just an increase in vibes. Yeah. Now the where would you want to be a pro athlete? If you can be a pro athlete in any city, Miami. Region, Miami. See, say less. I wouldn't want to do that because what are you saying L.A. No, I'm I'm going. Like middle of nowhere, like wow. I want to be in like let me be a like a pro athlete in like Charlotte. Like who the fuck lives right. in Charlotte? Like if you're a pro so, athlete, so you're in like, like God LA, out there. like in LA, you're competing with like Bradley Cooper and Leo and True. fucking Ed Sheeran. Like I don't want to deal with that. In like, Miami, you're competing with like all the rappers. That's that's a or, fair point. Or be a or be a professional hockey player anywhere in Canada. That's it's true. nuts, dude. They get they get treated like rock stars like more than anybody here. Professional soccer player in uh in Latin America also yeah, crazy. No, not not Latin America. Go to Europe. Latin America is wild. You get killed and shit. I don't. That's that's a weird <laughs> thing to say. But like they, they've killed. I mean, people it's for being it's, that it's dangerous. Yeah, it's dangerous. You're not incorrect. What's it? What's his name? Madonna. Uh, Maradona. Mar, yeah, Maradona. I don't think he got prime example. No, but he got caught up in like you know the Colombian drug trade and everything. Is it wasn't that his whole story? He was like no, it's Escobar. Pablo Escobar. Are you talking about this? What are you no, talking I'm about? No, talk- I'm talking about the soccer player who like played yeah, for Yeah, Maradona, the guy, from, the guy from Argentina. Yeah. He got yeah, caught no. up in the drug trade? Yeah, wasn't that his whole story? He was like, you know, did, did the drugs and like, you know, was getting arrested and like was caught up in... Huh? in you right. I didn't trouble. know that. Yeah, okay. I, I, thought I, I thought I saw an ESPN 30 for 30 on it. <laughs> A history of Diego Maradona's epic use of cocaine. Yeah, I'm gonna. Oh, this is a picture of him just flipping two middle fingers. <laughs> I love it. Didn't he just pass away? Yeah, it was pretty recently. Yeah. I think it's why they made the documentary. Jesus, he took he took cocaine until he was like 45. That's that's honest. That's honestly an accomplishment. Yeah, most probably 99 percent people don't make it that long. Yeah. All right, let's keep going here. So we're done with our divisions. Um. NFC West, I picked the 49ers. Wiz, you picked the Rams. The AFC North, I picked Cincinnati. And you picked Baltimore. Other than that, or pardon me, the NFC South, I picked the Bucks. And Wiz, you picked the Saints. In the NFC East, we both picked Philly. NFC North, we both picked Green Bay. 
AFC West, we both picked the Chargers. AFC South, we both picked Tennessee. AFC East, we both picked Buffalo. My MVP selection is Justin Herbert. I think we've we've kind of seen like these quarterbacks over the past few years where all of a sudden it was Patrick Mahomes, then it was Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, and then A-Rod's won it for the last couple of years. I think it's Herbert's time. I think he wins it. Um, and yeah, Rookie that's, that's what I think. What about your rookies of the year? Well, who do you have for your MVP? Uh, my MVP, Lamar Jackson, is going to go goblin mode. All right. That's not a bad call. I, 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 want a, I want a second Lamar Jackson MVP purely based out of spite that he didn't get paid. That's that's my main storyline of the season. This is all – by the time you hear this podcast, that could be an expired storyline and he could get $200 million guaranteed. But I'm hoping he does it and goes goblin mode. So I'm, I'm still going to take Lamar either way. Yeah, so we'll do defensive rookie of the year first. Mine is easy. It's Aiden Hutchinson. I think this dude one. is a problem. He's an animal. I, I loved watching Hard Knocks and just like whenever they would talk about him, he's just he's just all about. You can't he say Billy eats footballs like and not <laughs> and not win. So he's, he's a star. Plus his mom's hot. Fact. <laughs> Actually, I, I don't think I've ever seen his mom. Oh really? Yeah, his mom's smoke show. Who do you have for yours? I'm also gonna take Aiden Hutchinson. Um, I just think he's. I mean, he's the next great white defensive end. You know, this they always come along. Uh, the Bosa's had the title for a while, and I think he's next. He's, you know, he's got a lot of bend to his game. I think he's really athletic. And just playing in that division, he's going to have a lot of chance for sacks because a lot of those teams are trash. So, yeah, I'm going to take him. And then for Offensive Rookie of the Year, I'm going Damian Pierce from the uh, from the Texans. I think he's just got – they're going to feed him the ball because no one else in that team has a, court, has a pulse. Drake London's winning Rookie of the Year for offense. I don't think I like that's that. even close. He's I like got, that. Yeah. Well, who, who's got Kyle Pitts though? Kyle. He's Pitts got Mariota, right? He's their quarterback. Yeah, they they might they might dump it off to Kyle Pitts a little too much, but he was also in consideration for me. Mm-hmm. Fight on though, USC guy. What's your Super Bowl? I got Buffalo and San Francisco. I have the. You know what? I'm going all in on the Ravens. I, this was my pick last time, but <laughs> just looking at more Raven stuff, I'm going all in Ravens versus. Packers, and then I think it's going to be the Ravens win it. You're wild. Yeah, There's I'm going, going no hot take with that one. I mean, I think Baltimore. I, who's who's Baltimore's wide receiver? One, Rashad Bateman. He's a whore. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> that's we, the what are we doing? That's the point. It's 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 all Lamar Goblin mode. I'm all yeah. in. I've 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 done. I did research in between our last two podcasts, and I'm all in on the Ravens this year. If I was a betting man, aka if I wasn't poor. I'd bet on the Ravens off in this season. I'm going all in. Yeah, I mean the Ravens. Chips in the table. Ravens are winning nine games, probably just in the playoffs. But um, there we go. That's our. You know that's what? our we NFL. Should, pre- we should bet on this. What do we bet? Yeah, we should. We should have a bet. Like somebody has to go sit in like a sketchy dive bar for like you know each game in between. Like my guess of twelve wins, your guess of three. You know, whoever is closer. Eight. No, no, I no. Sorry, nine. sorry. Eight. Like the the three the three to four game difference in between our our we'll guests. Set, we'll, we'll set the we'll set the over under at what nine point five. Yeah. All right. So you're going over. I'm going under. Yeah, and then okay. uh, someone we'll take a video of us like in a sketchy dive bar, throw it on socials. You know, yeah. with talk. Or to, maybe like, we'll do the Waffle hobo. House thing. I still want to do that. The Waffle House thing. That'd be fun. Yeah. Well, what's the West Coast equivalent of Waffle House at Denny's? IHOP probably. I feel like IHOP cooks wouldn't fight anybody though. I feel like that's a requirement. It's a fact. 
You ever, see, uh, you ever seen a video of a Waffle House worker just beating the shit out of someone? Yeah. Elite. So, you to, so much you need fun. You to be able to fight to work there. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, let's, let's get into this last thing. We talked about it last week. I didn't want to talk about this. Essentially, just asking, do people deserve more money for the same job if they didn't go to college? So we talked about this a little bit last week. We we're both kind of lost. I thought about it a little more. I think I have a little bit more concise uh, opinions and thoughts but Wiz what's your first take on this do people deserve more money for the same job if they didn't go to college so I think we had like similar opinions on this last week and I've done some more thinking about it since then yes they do um, while I acknowledge that the opposing side you know rests a lot on like the scam that is you know paying for college student loans and um, just you know the overall economics around going to college in general, I completely understand that. And the cost benefit analysis of like just entering the working world and like, you know, starting a trade or just getting after it with the business or like the missed opportunities that you spend trying to chase a degree. Um, I understand that argument. However, once it comes down to it, going to college and getting a degree, it provides any employer with like a literal certificate of competence. Like it's showing you like, Hey, like you're, if you were to think about this person as like a prospect in sports like their floor is higher you know what you're getting more likely than like someone who didn't go to college not saying that this is a universal one-size-fit-all that people don't go to college are incompetent but if you went to college you've graduated you basically are showing society like hey i have a beating heart and an operating brain yeah and i can and then i can accomplish you know at least menial tasks that require some thought yeah here's my thing so why should someone get paid more money than went to college? I believe someone who goes to college should get paid more money. Full disclosure, I went to college for six years. Wizzy went for seven. So like we're not exactly unbiased here. We both spent a lot of time in college. Um, granted, we didn't spend all that time. Wiz, of course, got a law degree. I got a master's degree. So we we didn't just go seven years undergrad. Although would've that would have been kind of sick. Yeah, would have been, <laughs> been lit. I know people who did is they looked at a great time. Um, here's the thing. So I guess I have a little bit more um, sort of reference on this now. Up until, you know, when was this? February, really January when I made the choice eight months ago, I was going to be a sports broadcaster. So I wanted to be forever. It's all I ever wanted to do. And it wasn't giving me what I wanted anymore. And I didn't like it. And so I changed careers. And college let me do that because if i didn't go to college and i lucked into that job i would have felt trapped and that's how you know if you want to be a carpenter and you do that from when you're 18 to 26 or 27 like i was and then you say oh shit i don't want to be a carpenter anymore you're not lucking into a job making more money right i failed i failed up because of college and because Mm -hmm. of the connections i made and the people that i could reach out to and Hey, can I talk to you about this? And Hey, let me ask you about that. And you know, all the connections I made, the people knew that, you know, this job, this podcast helped me get this job because they said, Oh yeah, we're starting a podcast. And I said, great. I have three. So how about we, you know, let's, let's talk about (laughs) it. And I think that it's an under, it's like an underappreciated and kind of an under not talked about enough, but people who, that's how you feel trapped 
That's how you get stuck in a bad situation. That's how you give employers all the power because say you're a, a plumber making, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what, a, I have no idea. I know plumbers make good money, but say you're a plumber and you're four or five, right? Say you're 25 making $80,000 a year, right? Like you're not going to quit that and go find a job as an electrician making the same. You'd have to start over. So that's just what my take on it is now that I've thought about it a little bit more. Also, the, just for uh, for baseline uh, knowledge, anyone out, out there, plumbers on average in California make $50,000 a year. Yeah. As of 2022. But plumbers can make more. They can make less. That's why it's so they, average, they can but. for sure more. Yeah, that's, that's the average. But a lot like you said, um, I mean, that's honestly a really good point. I hadn't thought about that, like just the social mobility aspect of it. Um yeah, because I mean, like most degrees are have a lot of generally applicable skills, especially like in our industry. Like, you know, we both got journalism degrees in undergrad. Like, you can parlay that into journalism. You can also go work in PR, marketing, um, just HR, like anything that has to do with communicating with humans. Like, people will take you because you have a journalism degree. And then other, you know, that's just talking about one field of study. Let alone like if you go into, you know business then you can do like finance mar- uh, marketing accounting uh, like whatever you know involves numbers so that's a really good point the social mobility aspect especially with today's worker because nobody likes to do the same job for more than five years i think i read a study somewhere don't quote me but yeah i mean people are just bouncing from job to job all the time so um having that luxury of being able to leave and still have leverage in the workplace is invaluable really that's why and, college costs so much mm-hmm. and you know, I've seen the argument a lot, like, well, these these contractors, you know, spent the same amount you spent on college on tools and trainings. And first of all, no, you didn't. Like, I just I just refuse to believe that it's that much. I do understand that you're saying you took out a similar loan that no one is no one's talking about. Um, you made money doing what you do. So I think those are false equivalencies. Also, shout out Sleepy Joe for giving us some money back on that. Let's go. Um, Let's go. But I think that the other side of it is why would you tell a kid to go to college? Why would a kid go to school? And college isn't for everybody. There are people who are successful who never went to college and people who never need to go to college. But for the vast majority of people, I think college is a very good thing. So... Plus those four years are so like just I feel like the human mind, at least the modern human mind, is not prepared to take on life 18, 19, 20. I mean, damn, man, I got out of college and I still was like, what am I supposed to do with life? Mm-hmm. You know, like imagine choosing your lifelong occupation at 18 because you went to trades, you know, when learned how to like fix like, you know, become an electrician, like, you know, fix plumbing, get certified or whatever. You can be an EMT and not go to college. So or I'm pretty sure pretty sure right yeah. yeah okay so yeah i mean like i just can't imagine like choosing your lifelong occupation at 18 so yeah man those that's another thing it's like those four years like make you a lot more mature better social skills and that also helps in the workplace which is why you should also get paid more mm-hmm. and i think the other part of it is we're not saying for every job we're saying for like you know, like if you have a college degree at a supermarket, you shouldn't get paid more than someone who doesn't. Doesn't make sense. Right. We're talking about jobs in the, you know, marketing or like those type of jobs that you have 50 people apply for. Like 
100, 200 people apply for. It's those type of jobs. I don't even know how to describe it. If it's an office job. If the job has an office. Based out of an office, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you know what we're talking about out there. But anyways, I think that's the way to do it. Not necessarily white collar, but you know, you can wear a polo to this job. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You could wear a suit and not be totally out of place. Exactly. Um, But yeah, so that's pretty much it for this week. It was a sports episode. So if you stuck all the way with us, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Make sure to follow us, your podcast underscore OG. We appreciate you guys and everything you do. We're going to keep doing this just as long as we can. We'll get back to you next week with another episode. Do a little week one recap. Talk about fantasy, all that fun stuff. Make sure to suggest what you want to hear. Again, message us, respond to us, your podcast underscore OG. Wiz, thanks so much. Always good chatting, man. My man. We'll get back to you guys next week. Have a good weekend. Take it easy, people.